Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Matthew 11, 28 through 29. Marianne Howard is the author of the book, Rest, Overcoming Spiritual Fatigue. She is a wife, mother, writer, speaker, and the co-host of the D6 Family Podcast. Marianne uses her warmth, humor, and transparency to equip and invest in generational discipleship. With 25 years of experience in teaching, equipping, discipling, and mentoring, she deeply values the incredible work of life-on-life discipleship and is passionate about cultivating a hunger for God's word in others. This is the Counterculture Mom Show. I'm your host, Tina Griffin, and welcome to part two with our next guest talking about rest with author and speaker, Marianne Howard. Marianne, how are you doing today? You're doing great. Thank you for having me. Unbelievable. You look well rested again. Unbelievable. <laughs> I tell you what, you have mastered this topic on rest. <laughs> I, do you make like one-on-one um, -on -one counseling type trips? Like, can I fly you into Nashville and you help revamp me on how I get rest spiritually yeah. and at night? I absolutely love Nashville. I will come anytime and we can have coffee and talk about all the things. <laughs> okay. So what are you doing tomorrow? <laughs> well, I think I'm busy tomorrow, but let me oh know. Oh my I gosh. You're resting. You're resting tomorrow is what's going on. You know <laughs> right. what you're doing? You're hanging out with your family because uh, I love your notes. It says here, God had a sense of humor and you married a steady, introverted, detail-oriented, gentle leader, your husband, Chad. Then came your two wild sons, Xander and Zeke. Is that how you say his name? Zeke? Yes. Yeah. Unbelievable. Who love adventure and laughter. So that's why you're not coming to help me with my closet and wardrobe selections. You're hanging out with your wild adventurous family. I'm coming your direction so I can get some rest up in the mountains or wherever you're at. Um, <laughs> why do so many Americans feel overwhelmed and stressed? Mm, great question. I think we're overworked, um, overcommitted. I think we are... Um, we've talked about this before, we're saying yes to way too many things. I, I like to describe this question. I like to answer it with uh, Waffle House hash browns. When yeah. you can order Waffle House hash browns, it's smothered, covered, chunked, diced. And that is exactly how we feel as Americans because we, the pace, the pace of culture feels like it's moving at the speed of light. Yes. And we to keep up, but we can't. And so we're grabbing the coattails of culture and we've got to stop. We've got to let go of the coattails of culture and grab the coattails of Jesus. <laughs> Absolutely. Why do you think so many people in America live like that? Because I have done a lot of mission trips, Bolivia, Honduras, all over Europe, Japan, Africa, all over in the last two decades and I get three decades almost practically. Um, and I can't think of another place I've been internationally where they move faster than Americans. They don't. They're more slow paced. They have their tea time in Europe, Africa. They're hanging out with their kids, picking food out of the fields, going to the well for water. They live a lot more simple life. What in the world is going on with us that we think we have to live like that? Mm. Uh, I think it's driven by the digital age. I think comparison and FOMO, you know, FOMO was a really big thing the last couple of years, but it's really now 
fear of a better offer. That's really what's driving, I think, America is it's fear of a better offer instead of so much of fear of missing out. It's I want to find what's going to be the best offer and what's going to elevate me the most. So I think the social media and the comparison game is playing a big part in the drive. I also think just the cost of living has shifted pretty dramatically in America. And so I do think that whole there, there is a stewardship and a fear. I think there's a, a missed opportunity in stewardship and a fear that we're not going to make enough to keep up. Um, and so I think that's another thing that drives kind of our pace and our yeses and, you know, just drives the chaos, if that makes any sense. It makes a ton of sense. And the sad thing is, especially with COVID, so many people lost their job. They, they aren't making enough to keep up. And debt, it's insane. I just read an article yesterday that in order to get out of our national debt, and don't even get me started with that, where I want to go there, um, every single person in America would have to pay over $100,000. That's insane. That is just yeah. insane, the, the debt that's happening. But at the same time, so many people work their entire life. Like my dad, for example. Actually, that's so crazy. Today's his birthday. Uh, would be his birthday. He passed away three years ago. But my dad worked so much of his life to save, save, save that he never took time to enjoy hanging out with us a lot of the times mm -hmm. because he was constantly trying to pay off for what he had. Many people today are constantly trying to work 17 jobs. I'll make it more realistic. Three jobs to pay for what they have. And yet they don't have any time in the day to enjoy what they paid for to enjoy. Okay. Right. Simplify people. I have three people in the last two or three days that texted me that God right now in this season is telling them to simplify, give away, downsize, move to a simpler environment. It's crazy. Prepare, prep, and pray. Those are the things that people have been telling me lately. And I'm like, all right, what can I throw out today? I'm going to open the window, shove some junk out. I'm, I'm at that point. Less to manage, less to dust. Okay, moving on. Anyway, I'm getting the ditch. Point is, less <laughs> is more, people. Less is more. I agree with exactly what you said. Pursuing an American dream at the end of the day, what do you hear people say on their deathbed? Wish they would have spent more time with family, not three more cars in the garage. I love this quote that you uh, share uh, here on your social media. Multitasking is a drive to be more than we are, to control more than we do, to extend our power and our effectiveness. Such practice yields a divided self with full attention given to nothing. Absolutely. Right. Anything you want to add to that? Yeah, I think we need to lean into the scripture in James 1 that talks about how the enemy, he likes to lure and entice us with our own evil desires. That's the enemy's goal. The low-hanging fruit for us is to understand that the enemy's tactic, he's, he's out to steal, kill, and destroy. We know this, but we need to know this. And what he's after is to leave the carrot dangling for us to be distracted and divided and lure us. And when you think about that word lure in scripture, it's like a fishing lure. And a lure is this shiny thing that's convincing another fish that it's food, that it's sustenance, that it's something that's going to satisfy them. And the enemy's doing the same thing to us okay. is he's dropping a lure and it's, it's causing us to be distracted and divided in various ways. Yes. And then we're hooked in a direction we don't want to go and then slapped on a plate after we're grilled and killed and eaten. Um, not right. to put extra oomph to that picture, but you are absolutely correct because Satan does not want us to be focused on God because then we're going to be fulfilling God's plan for our life and doing damage, good damage for the kingdom.
Mm-hmm. Got to know your mm-hmm. enemy, people. Do you yeah. think our culture tends to idolize busyness? Mm. Uh, 100%. Our culture 100% idolizes busyness. And kind of like I've said before, our value and worth get attached to being in demand. And it is very arrogant. It's very arrogant. We've got to really check that part in our heart of, and I'll tell you in my 30s, and I talk about this a lot in the book, in my 30s, it was, I thrived in being in demand and being needed and being called and being included and all of those things. And now I'm in my 40s and I'm like, I'm so glad they went out without me. I am so glad that they're connecting and I don't have to be in the center of that. You know, I just want to just challenge you if you're listening to this and you're feeling like you've got some value and worth attached to the need to be needed. You are needed by God. And here's the thing. Why is it that the going out and being a part of all the things and being at everything equals something to you when sometimes God's like, you know, you didn't get the call because I want you to be with me. Come feast with me. Come sit with me. Come linger with me. I mean, I think sometimes we we feel left out or abandoned or, you know, neglected because they didn't call us. But rather than looking at that as rejection, why couldn't that just be redirection of I get extra time with God? I completely agree. And there's also the opposite thing. Uh, a lot of times I'm invited to a bunch of stuff. And just yesterday, I'm like, I could do this with a bunch of girlfriends, but I felt the Lord saying, you need to make that crock pot meal so the kids come home off the bus and your husband and all of you guys together can sit with a yummy meal together and not be rushed or not know what you're eating for dinner. So it's, a, and it's always like, a, um, I'm always torn on which angle because I definitely need time out with the girlfriends too to take a breather, but... I just know that my parents were so busy, especially my dad. I hardly had time with him. So I'm really trying to hone in and carve out time in my schedule. What are we doing with the kids this weekend and make sure that it happens? Because really, whenever we take a trip, there's no distractions. We're like, we got to do this more when we're back home. Too much going on. We're we're definitely paring down, but we have a little ways to go yet. Um, Unreal. I absolutely love what you're saying. Okay, when we come back, I'm going to pick your brain on this question. You say there is a pressing need for soul care. Yes, we need it. We're going to find out more with Marianne right after this. Have you ever wanted to start a charity or ministry? Launching a nonprofit can be time-consuming, expensive, and overwhelming. If you have a vision and mission, but don't know where to start or how to raise donations, Capstone Legacy Foundation is your solution. Their ministry charity project allows you to receive tax-free donations without the expense and hassle of forming your own 501c3 and in less than 48 hours. This ministry partnership fund is exactly how Counterculture Ministries got its start, and we grew quickly. Capstone Legacy Foundation handles all your legal and accounting paperwork, allowing you time to develop the ministry and message God gave you. Call Capstone today at 610-688-8890 or check out capstonelegacy.org for more information. And tell them Tina sent you. Partner with Capstone Legacy Foundation to transform our culture for Christ and get your nonprofit started today. In a world where technology surrounds us, our exposure to EMR or electromagnetic radiation is higher than ever before. With over 400,000 cell towers and antennas in the United States alone, not to mention Wi-Fi that runs 24-7 in our home, cell phones that are carried in our pockets hours on end, and hundreds of 5G satellites in our orbit, common complaints are ringing in the ear, sleep deprivation, heart palpitations, insomnia, and so much more. Start protecting yourself now. 
Introducing Redemption Shield, your EMF protection products. With over 700 five-star reviews, Redemption Shield is leading the way in shielding and grounding products. Taking inflammation out of your body with grounding bed mats, grounding bed sheets, hats, scarves, Wi-Fi router covers, cell phone bags. Come and see us today at RedemptionShield.com and get grounded and shielded. RedemptionShield.com. Use code TINA and save 10%. If you're struggling to connect with people around you, wear a shirt that gets a good conversation started. Just go to caruso.com, K-E-R-U-S-S-O.com and stock up. Caruso t-shirts share truth while also being on trend. Once again, just go to caruso.com and put the code word TINA in at checkout to get 15% off your order. Once again, code TINA at checkout to get 15% off everything you shove in that cart. Use that extra cash you save to give to a great cause. Win-win. Marianne, we're back. You say there is a pressing need for soul care. Yes. Can you explain more in detail for us? Absolutely. Um, One of the things that I think is that we need is we need on-ramps to know how to care for our soul. And so I work through a roadmap for for intimacy with Jesus. And before I explain that, I want to just set this up. You, You know I like to talk in like visual imaging. So there is a stark difference between getting, doing a drive-through meal and going and sitting down like at a steak restaurant. There's a big difference in that, right? In a drive-through meal, you're going to drive through, you're going to hope it's real. You're going to eat it in 2.5 seconds and you're going to leave. And can you thrive and live on a drive-through meal for the rest of your life? No, no. So what Jesus is inviting us to is he's inviting us to the table and he's saying, listen, I've invited you to a feast with me. I've invited you to come into my presence and to sit with me at the table. And I want to bring out the bread with the extra tub of butter. And I want to bring out the the salad with the extra ranch and the homemade croutons. And then we're going to enjoy the steak that's got butter melting on top of it. We're going to be at the steak restaurant for a minimum of an hour because we're savoring every bite. We're enjoying it. It's a feast. And that's how I'd like for you to see your time with God. And I want to just say really quickly, it's something that really set me free in this is many times if I didn't make it to the table with God, if I didn't get to my devotion time or my quiet time, whatever you call that, if if I didn't get there, I would feel this shame like God was feeling or thinking, where were you? That's never God's posture towards his children. He's never saying, where were you? Like you missed your curfew. He's always saying, I missed you. He's always saying, I missed you. And that changes. We don't have to avoid our being in his presence because we missed some time with him. So I hope you hear today God's whisper saying, I've missed you. Thank you for coming back to the table. I have so much that I want to show you. See, where were you says shame. I miss you says I did the work on the cross and I separated that veil from top to bottom. And I've invited you into my presence through Jesus. And he doesn't want us missing out. It's this is such a life saving series on rest. Mm -hmm. I remember uh, picking out like all the themes of the first quarter out of the gate. And Katrina, our show producer, she does such a fantastic job. There's no way I could be doing what I'm doing today without her by my side. She's just a gem that God dropped in, in, in our team. Unreal. And we're lining up all the themes and it's, you know, they're, they're all important themes. And all of a sudden we get to here at the end of February and I'm thinking what in the world we put in there. And both of us out loud said rest. We both felt it personally together 
perfect timing right now. For whatever reason, God wanted rest this week for everybody tuning in and, and watching and listening in. Girl, why do you think that you have spent much of your own life ignoring silence or downtime? Why do you think you did it? I have a noise addiction. Hi, <laughs> I have a noise addiction. Um, and to be really vulnerable, um, my struggle with silence and my struggle with, with rest in terms of how I'm defining it in the book have a lot to do with avoidance and not wanting to look into the snow globe as I've mentioned earlier about how we shake up the snow globe, but once it settles, we can truly see what's inside of there. And I think I wanted to avoid what was inside of there for, for there's lots of different reasons why we avoid silence and stillness and, you know, spending time with God in that way. There's a lots of different reasons for why we avoid rest. I mean, we, it's avoidance, it, it's escape, it's avoidance. And there's also a piece of control in there. So it's kind of all of it. Um, and so I think one of the things is we've got to get a right view of God and know who he is. He's the giver of rest. And as I was talking about earlier, I give a roadmap. So if it's okay, I'd like to just give some little pin drops of what's on the roadmap yes. for how we do this. Yes. One thing that I had to learn first and foremost on the roadmap, the map, the first stop is confess your need for him. Scripture is so clear. Psalm 73 verse 25 and 26 says, my heart and my flesh are failing me, oh. comma, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. To the left of the but God is spiritual fatigue and burnout. My heart and my flesh, they're failing me. But if I'm seeing God as the giver of rest, as creator God, as most high God, but God, he's the solution. To the right of but God is hope. But God is my strength and my portion forever. So pin drop number one on the roadmap is confess your need for him. Confess it. Use scripture to help be your guide on how to lament and cry out to God. So that's the first pin drop. The second pin drop is cultivate disciplines for intimacy with Christ. I know we hear that discipline word and think, oh, I don't. Nobody puts baby in the corner. Well, <laughs> disciplines are a good thing. They're a good thing. What disciplines do, what spiritual disciplines do is they pull the distracted and divided and separated parts of us back together. Disciplines really do help us close the gap between knowing and doing. You said earlier, we need to be intentional. And the definition of being intentional is closing that gap between knowing and doing. So we've got to cultivate those spiritual disciplines of intimacy. That is silence, solitude, stillness, and surrender. Those four things help us hear God, see God, be aware of his presence. It's not so much about what we have to say, but who he is. And then, la then the third pin drop is we've got to learn to be sheep. We've got to learn to be sheep. We've got to learn to be led by our shepherd. It says in Psalm 23, everybody knows this. You guys can quote it. Okay. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He leads me out to these pastures, to these quiet waters. And I noticed something so profound this year, studying that text. At the beginning of Psalm 23, it says, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He want. He leads me. So he's out in front. So he's going before me. He leads me. But at the end of the text, verse six, at the very end of Psalm 23, it says, surely goodness and mercy are following me all the days of my life. So he goes before me and you're sandwiched between your shepherd. He comes behind you. 
He goes before you. He comes behind you. He leads you to the pastures of rest and he comes behind you with the sheep dogs of goodness and mercy. That's right. Everything just all fits together. It's like a light bulb going off in my brain. I, I think a lot like you. This is an absolute excellent reminder. It makes me want to analyze, not overanalyze. We know we got I got that problem. Um, exactly what I want to weed out in my life even more. And I'm always looking at that, like always looking at that. You got one life to live. You got to make it count and don't waste time and be intentional. It's always what I, you know, but I can be too aggressive. Basically, bottom line, I need your book on rest. And we're going to talk about your book and more right after this. We're a well-funded Christian entertainment company that's making world-class games for children. And what we're doing is unique because we're building top-notch gaming content that competes with the top of the stuff on the App Store, but that contains God's truth. Whether it's games that are biblical or games that come out of a new world we've created called the Rimverse. I was looking out at the world and I got bothered by a few things. Anxiety, suicide, and depression rates are all-time highs for children, which exactly parallels the rise of social media on smartphones. I noticed that for the first time in American history, less than half of Americans go to church. While over 60% of people in this country over 40 believe in God, that for children, well, it's only 32%. As a parent, and I'm a parent, and there's a lot of parents out there that we hear this from that want the true play solution, there's nowhere they can take their kids to deliver them high quality entertainment, something that they're actually gonna enjoy and use, but that also contains God's truth that contains the values that they hold dear. Head over to trueplaygames.com to learn more. Here are seven signs you may have a parasite. My biggest issue, because I did have parasites, was teeth grinding, skin irritation, and unexplained digestive issues. The other indication that you could have a parasite is eating after 7 p.m. and craving sugar. My name is Kim. I'm the worm queen and the inventor of the Parify Kit. Let's go over it. Parify. It's your parasite cleanse. Sustain. It's your candida and your bad bacteria cleanse. Metal flush. It's your heavy metal detox. Cinnabon. It's your binder. You take Parify and metal flush three times a day and sustain two times a day. You can take them all together. The kit comes with instructions. Cinnabon is your binder and you take that at night. We have a nut-free option. We ship worldwide. The Parify Kit is for ages three and up. Use Tina as your 10% discount code. Find it on rogersu.com. You share steps also, Marianne, that will help us fight distraction in our lives. What are some of those? So I think we've got to examine our habits. Uh, I use kind of an examining visual there and examine your habits. Figure out what is trying to pull your attention off of the things that are important. So you've got to think through what is it for you? What are those lures for you? So examine your habits, be attentive. Remember we've talked about being aggressively attentive, but that's important. Guard your devotion, guard your devotion, be attentive and guard your devotion that at all costs, guard what you're devoted to. Practice listening, create time and space to listen and hear God. That's that silence and stillness piece. We've got to create space to hear him. And listen, he could shout, but he chooses not to. He chooses to whisper. So is there any room in our lives for even for us to even hear God? And then last but not least is just, you know, we've we've already reiterated this, but I think it's important. It's it's the be intentional. We do not recline 
into attentiveness. Okay. You can't be in your lazy boy recliner and think that you're just going to not be distracted. There's got to be a, you've got to push the, the up and get up out of and make some will choices of the mind and the body and the heart to say, I've got to make some intentional choices to put my phone away, plug it in, in the other room, shut off some chirps and dings, turn off some things to, to get clarity. Marianne, can you tell us what we can find on your fantastic website? Marianne-Howard.com. And what can we find on here? You have a blog. We have I've got booking. a blog. I've got a little bit about me. If you, you know, if you'd like to book me to speak, I do some also some copywriting and writing different articles. I do some consulting for churches and church staffs. So you know, however I can can help serve. Um, in any way. Yeah. That's this kind of fantastic. Me. You have family ministry, women's ministry, student ministry, small group discipleship. Basically everybody needs rest. You're needed all over the place. Girl, <laughs> fantastic, fantastic insight. Thank you for being on the program today. Everybody out there, who do you not know that's not exhausted? And it's not just like she said, sleeping issues, but just spiritually and mentally exhausted, wiped. Send this episode to them. It could literally change their life and revamp how they do life. Marianne, you rock. Everybody out there, counterculturemom.com. Check out every episode every week. Also, download our Counterculture Mom app. Let us do the work for you. Download that app so you know what you should allow in your home for your kids to watch. That will save you five extra hours so you can hang out and or even rest. Get, get a nap in. You rock, sister. Keep up the excellent work. Cannot wait to meet you in person.